Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. A few days ago, I had gotten a letter that was requiring me to to <laughs> um, basically go down memory lane. Um, I haven't, I haven't talked about it very much, mostly because I, I, I think it's amazing. I have gone through actual days of not even thinking about it. Like, like, um, and, but it was, um, it was brought up. I, um, this journey started for me blonde haired girl actually it started before this but this change in my perception had started after really traumatic events had happened in my life I had I had met this guy that I really, I really, you know, and I just, in hindsight, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it because the, <laughs> it was so strange, like the, the numbers like lined up, the numbers were there. And so like, you know, I, I had met him and all the signs were that this person was was like meant for me it it just appeared to be so like um it was it was um uh i i don't even know how to describe it my my friends and family were very taken back um by the way that I was there there wasn't any act of desperation on my part because I was like some people tried to you know oh well she was just so desperate you know oh she should have you know she, she just didn't take enough time I mean just all of this like stupidity actually about my life I mean stupidity because they had no idea. I mean, I, I was incredibly discerning, incredibly discerning when it was coming, when it came to men in my life. So the fact that I, that I met this person and married him so quickly, and I, I just, at the time, I just believed in it so much. Like, I would say, I would have said, you know, I believed in it more than I believed in anything else in my life to that point, which was a lot. And, and then it, it, it crashed really miserably. And what ended up happening was, was it just seemed like it, like it um, was this accumulation of events in my life, some of them having nothing to do with him, but that triggering other um, traumatic events in my life, and I was, I was, I was a mess. Uh, I have, I have videos about it. Um, that I had uploaded on my YouTube station. So I, I, I have this like horrible stuff going on. And then, and then I just have this experience, um, with what I call God. I mean, I had this experience. I felt the love of God probably for the first time in my life to the to the depth that I felt it and I was just changed 
I was changed and I woke up different in my life. And I, my life, just the dial, I mean, it was crazy. Um, but anyway, and so it was really weird to like be having these really high highs and these really low lows back then. Um, as in when this was happening, uh, I was, it was really challenging to navigate. (laughs) It was incredibly challenging to navigate. And I, God, it's just so weird. So, and then now I'm trying to fast forward. I'm trying to figure out my finances and and I get this letter and 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 my financial person had warned me to a degree about a letter that was coming that had something to do with this divorce and as soon as he as he asked me I just full stop disintegrated I just was like, okay, I have to go. Like, I, I, I just disintegrated. I don't know how else to describe it. And, and then I get this letter, and he did not warn me of the nature of this letter. This letter was a little bit more than, we just need a copy of your divorce papers. <laughs> That's not what it said. And, and so I, I, and then of course I can't talk to him because it's after hours. So this, this would have been, I guess, on Thursday that I got this letter late. I came home from work about 530. I get this letter and, and then, so then I have to kind of bite the bullet and go to the courthouse. Okay, so I had to go to the courthouse another time too because I had to change my name on my passport. That was a whole other thing. Like the changing of my name, the fact that I changed my name when I married this person. And then I had to change my name again when I unmarried this person. But it was very, very important to me to change my name. It was more important to me to change my name than anything else. But so, so I have to go and, and to the courthouse and I'm, I'm having a lot of phobia about that because I didn't, I did this entire, that entire divorce, I did myself. Like, I didn't get a lawyer. I'm not going to hire a lawyer. I just went, I did the paperwork, I served, I, I did all of it. Um, but I did have to go to court. Uh, and I, I, oh my God. So... <laughs> So there was like all this trauma that was that was involved with even going to the courthouse. So I, I, I didn't really want to go have to go back and do this, but I did. I could not find I scoured my house trying to find these damn divorce papers. Can't find them anywhere. In fact, I don't think I have them. I don't think I, I don't think they ever mailed at me any, I, I, it was just such a, a piece of paper for me, but, which is what I really want to get into. Um, but, uh, but then as I'm looking for it, I'm, I'm having like all of these other, going through all these papers and having all these other like traumas that I'm seeing her like, Like, I have to sift through all of the, like, about all this other stuff that has happened in the last three years. It's been a rough three years. I mean, like with jobs and I I mean, I just, and people and just dealing with people's personalities. 
Uh, <laughs> oh my God, it's just so funny. You know, and and sort of different times being accused of something, being accused of of lacking humility. Being me being accused of lacking humility when, when I, I, and I don't even know how to respond to that because I, I've talked about this. There's this fine line. There's this fine line between like just oozing confidence and and being conceited, I do. I walk differently. Because I know, I know that I am tapped in to that. I can't walk the way I walked before. When I'm, when I'm connected to the source of everything that is, And, and people, there are people who are put off by it. And see, and, and before this event happened, I, I was starting to, to be different and people didn't like it and they didn't respond very well to it, to, to transparency and true honesty. And, and, and also me seeing injustices and calling them out, you know, I, I, but anyway, so over the last, you know, I, so I'm going through and it's like my, all these papers, you know, and I'm just, I finally just had to put it all down and just go to bed. Well, I actually didn't go to bed. I had to work really late because I had to get all, all of these reports done that I hadn't gotten done this week. So, so I stayed up really late, wake up and I, I go and I go to the courthouse, and there is the cutest little lady behind the plexiglass. And it was like, okay, I'm okay, because I can deal with her. So I have to get a certified letter of my divorce papers. Now, what I did find, what I did find was a, a, An annulment. I filed for an annulment. I wanted an annulment. I didn't even want a divorce. But, and I, and I really could have, because I had this one text message from him that I really feel like may have proven that this guy did not marry me. I did. I had this this one text message from him that I was like, God, you know, I really feel like this, you know, might actually be proof because I would have preferred an annulment to a divorce. Um, but but I I I went for it because I could I couldn't figure it out. Because given how, how the relationship ended, I could not figure out why he, because he really pushed me, really, like, like, he really, like, he asked me to marry him really quickly. Why did he do that? Why the marriage? You know, and it's really, really weird. This is another weird fact that after we split up, I don't even know if we were, like, I don't even know how long we were divorced. And I didn't know this because my friend didn't tell me until years later. But my friend was still, I, I, I may still be on his Facebook, my, the man that I was quote unquote married to. Um, she may still be on his Facebook. And so she sees him and the new girl all the time. And he apparently asked her to marry him her to marry him like and the and the ink had not even dried on our divorce so it's like really weird why is this guy a serial 
groom. Like, I don't understand. What is the push for marriage? People marry for all different reasons. They marry for all different reasons. And and I know, and I've been married more than once, and I'm embarrassed to say that in a way. I, My life it has not at all gone the way that I that I planned it to you know I am (laughs) this is sort of coming up for various reasons it was interesting I was having soup with my son yesterday and we were talking about marriage because it's one of the topics that I want to talk about I'm going to be interviewing my daughter actually tomorrow and I will be uploading that onto my YouTube station. And, and because younger people appear to be doing things a lot differently. I mean, they are getting married, but like not the way that I did. Now, when I was a growing up, and I, and I, and I don't think that I was alone because there was, you know, there still is a giant push in the Christian churches, Catholicism as well, Catholicism, Mormonism, Christian, whatever. That religion is really big on marriage. And they're very big on marriage, in sex inside of marriage. Like you're not supposed to have sex outside of marriage. Like, it is a sin for you to have sex outside of marriage. And so, as a Christian, you only date to marry. You date people to find out if you want to marry them. So you are dating to marry. You're not just dating to date. Um, and so, and so when I was young, like, I, well, first of all, I wasn't allowed to have sex outside of marriage. And, and I, and I... <laughs> And so I had to get married. Like, and I was also supposed to have children. That was another thing. Like, it was almost as if that was what my, I mean, there was no question as to whether you were going to have children or not. I mean, that's just what you do. You get married and you have kids, right? So, and, and so this was, this was, so, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it, so in, in some ways, it wasn't to marry, like, for love per se. I, and I have to say that because, because, like, my son was saying that before, you know, you got married for other reasons, but now you married for love. And do you? I mean, do we? Do we really marry for love? And do we have to marry for love? Because in all actuality, marriage is something entirely different in a way. It is a it is a it is actually a partnership. And and it has to do with money and resources. It is it is saying that that because community property and part of that is the having of children because you know um so the house becomes our house because partly because of children because you have a child with this person (laughs) but (laughs) in my divorces I I didn't have a house I lived in rentals for years until I bought this And so I wasn't one of these women that I divorced and I got the house and I got this and I got that. No, no. When I divorced, I basically went into financial ruin and started over. I mean, truly, they got the house and got the resources. And so, and with very, 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 very little um, child support. So I was I was raising my kids on very little support. Um 
my my second husband actually was a little bit more helpful in every way than other people in my life but so so you go into this this partnership and you say okay we're going to do this together we're going to form a family we'll be our own family a husband a wife and then conceivably have children this way we conceivably know who the these children the blood lines belong to in this little family although that is not completely true either because i mean you know all the stories out there about the the child that was <laughs> conceived <laughs> um we're not sure who the father is but anyway so um <laughs> So in all actuality, you could say that the, this third, the, this time that I married this person was for love, completely for love. Like, like when you read through these divorce papers, like it says right on it, there was no community property between us. There wasn't. Absolutely none. We didn't buy anything together. I mean, we didn't really have a lot of time to. But, um, but, and I'm sitting here in, in my mind, I, I'm laughing because really we, we were, and I hate to admit this, but it's the truth. We were fighting. We fought a lot. We just fought. We did not fight when we first got together, but we, we started to fight pretty pretty quickly in and like and it wasn't like throwing things at each other kind of fighting well in the beginning it wasn't <laughs> um but anyway but there was a lot of fighting involved and 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 that in and of itself does not necessarily in my opinion mean that it's not a good fit or a good marriage I, I don't believe that. I didn't, I didn't, I, I think that people can fight and still work it out. I do. I really believe in that. Like, you know, my sister has been married for, I don't know, they're probably going on 40 years. She's been married for a very long time. And, and she and her husband, when they first got together, they, they, the beginning of their marriage, they fought like crazy. They don't fight with the intensity that they did back then, but they fought a lot. And so fighting, I don't necessarily know if that is the biggest like indicator of divorce. I don't know. But, um, you know, it's like, what do you fight about? You fight about all kinds of stuff, you know, um, but anyway, <laughs> so he, he, he really, really like wanted, it was really weird. So he asked me to marry him really early in. And then about 10 days before the wedding, which was the cutest little wedding you could ever imagine in your life. Oh my God. You know, just pulling that together and really quickly. And it was just cute. It was a really cute wedding. And, and I, I, he, he just, I just, he just came home or I came home. I don't remember, but, and he was just having this massive freak out. I mean, like he was just like freaking out on me. And I'm just like, well, you know, we don't have to get married. We can just put this thing on hold. Like, I'm totally good with that. I mean, I was serious. Like, for me, the, the, the marriage itself was not that important. It wasn't. I wasn't. It was like I was, I didn't really care one way or another. 
I mean, that, that sounds terrible, but it's really the truth. And he was like, but what would it mean if we did it? And he's freaking out on me. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, if I had stuff in hindsight, if I had it to do over again, I would have done things a lot differently. Um, this is a situation that I actually wish I had never met him. I really do. I mean, I really wish I had never met him. And I have have tried everything in my power to just act as though it never happened. Act as though it just never happened. Um, when we broke up, <laughs> we had a code word with my daughter. I was not allowed to talk about him. I just wasn't allowed to talk about him. And if I started to talk about him, my daughter would pull out the code word. But I didn't have a whole lot of time to like process through anything. And I'm not entirely sure that we have to. But I wasn't in I wasn't able to process through everything because I had this other thing going on <laughs> that I write about in Mystical Summer. So, I mean, I mean, just imagine, you know, it, it, it was just, it was really, really, at the time, it was really pretty awful. I mean, it was awful. Um, because I, I had a dream. I had a dream that I had, I had waited. I, um, I had gotten that div- divorce and I just wait, I was waiting for something that I thought that this guy and I, I thought that was it. And then when it wasn't, it was, it was the death of a dream. It was the death of, of, but I knew there was a part of me because of my connection to that the source of everything that is that I I was able to because it, I was getting signs I was getting these signs like constant signs that that basically don't worry about this because we have other plans for you don't even worry about it you you know because I mean there have been times you know because now I'm you know I'm single again um and, and there are times, you know, I was at a Christmas concert the other night and I'm just sitting there by myself again. And I just, I, <laughs> I just find it astounding that I, that I, you know, go through so many years of my life single. I, I don't understand it. I mean, I, I personally, I just don't understand it. And on divine timing, I guess, I'm waiting on divine timing to deliver me the man of my dreams. And so, and, and because I trust in that and, and nothing else, I mean, I really do. I trust in that. And, and, um, and I have considered that I could be single for the rest of my life. And then, you know, and then it's like, okay, well, are you happy single? And I, 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 I I have to say I am and I'm not. I am, am to the extent that I do not want to be in anything that would not be a positive experience for me, which is most of what I see out there. I don't see a lot of like genuinely people that I think are genuinely happy. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I and I don't know. And even if they are happy, it's not my happy. <clears throat> and so so this marrying for love thing isn't a isn't a sure all either. <laughs> You know, and then I guess my son, you know, because he's up at in college and he said he's like 
I don't remember. Something like lifestyles class. I don't remember. He was just telling me that that people today, younger people today, get married and then they they have a really happy relationship and they that they never fight or anything and then then two years into the relationship it goes south and then they think they could find someone better and i didn't i not nothing that had happened in my particular life was because i thought i could find something better i think i can find something better than you so i'm gonna leave you and divorce you and go find better than you that wasn't the motivating factor for me leaving I had to leave the situation that I was in. It, it was like a necessity in all three cases. I had to leave. I did not have a choice. I did not. And so, and so I, I, I don't know what to do with that. I really don't. I, I, I don't understand it. Um, but I tend to romanticize these things. And it's like what I get, it's like, I'm, I'm like so romantic. Like, would I get married again? And I'm like, oh, yes, I would. I would get married again. And then I, I go down and I get these divorce papers. And I'm like, I'm like, buyer beware. Marrying person beware. Be very wary. Because it, like, like, you know, it's just a piece of paper on both ends. Okay, so it's just a piece of paper that, that, but it says that I am making a commitment. It's not just a piece of paper. It's like, I am, I am going into a partnership with someone. And, and, and that has ramifications that, that can last past, um, past, you know, there, it's a contract that's harder to get out of than we think. The other two was a financial financial also toll on me along with the emotional toll but this one was just emotional but it was it was it was I just had so much hope in it because I felt like I had done everything right I did I felt like I had I had done everything right I had I had sifted through qualities that I was looking for and I had I had been strong and not just, you know, I was dating, I, I, I was dating, and I, if I saw I was gone, like, really quickly in, if I saw certain things about, you know, <laughs> I'm laughing, I, so, I had, I had dated this one guy, <laughs> I had actually known him, um, in the town that I lived in for years. And he, you know, so we finally um, start dating. This was in like 2000. It was right after the election of Donald Trump um, that I dated this guy. And, and a couple of things had happened. Um, but... I, I, uh, the nail in the coffin. So, <laughs> so we had agreed to meet up at this place in town and, and to see a band, a, a place that actually I had seen him over the years, um, when I was drinking my morning coffee and he would come in. Um, I, so, I'm standing outside waiting for him and he walks up and he, in a very, very stern 
loud voice. The way this is the way I remember it. He says, "Why didn't you go in and save us a seat?" And I and then he turned to go in and I'm still standing outside and I'm because I cannot walk into that place by myself. I'm like a female. Like, and it's the front of the place. Everyone's going to be looking at me. I didn't want to walk into that place by myself. So anyway, so we go in, we get our drinks, and then we go and we sit down and And I had just gone to the Women's March in in Phoenix. So it would have been, I guess, like February. I had just gone to the Women's March. It was it was arguably the largest nonviolent protest in the world. It wasn't even just in the US. This was when everybody was having their pink pussy hats. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually didn't have one for that. My mother bought me one later, but I didn't have a pussy hat um for this. And um but I I was at the Women's March um in Phoenix in 2017 and I I was sitting there talking to him and I I was thinking about running for office. I know, kind of a crazy thing, right? To think about but I was really, I was really thinking about it. And he's like, oh, don't even think about it. You don't have the financial resources. There's no way you would ever win, win office. This is what he said to me. And I, I was, I was so like just that dead end. It wasn't like, how can you? It was just, how can't you? And I was just, I was like, don't tell me what I can and can't do. <laughs> this was not a good thing to say to me. And then, and then, and then another thing happened. This guy walked in that we both knew. This guy walked in and he did. He kind of smiled at me and said hello to me in this way. In this, like, I have to admit, the look on his face was slightly flirty. I mean, it really was. And he said, did you ever date that guy? And that wasn't really the question. The question was, wasn't, whether I dated the guy, the question was whether I slept with the guy. And I sort of wish he would have just come out and asked me, did you ever sleep with him? <laughs> and I, I don't even remember if I was able to answer the question. But the answer is no, I didn't. I've never dated him and I've never slept with him. He's a friend of mine that I've known for 20 years. So your point is what? <laughs> um, and then I did this thing that is just so weird. I, um, he needed, he asked me for a ride home and I gave him a ride home. It was incredibly icy out. I dropped him off and I never spoke to him again, which really wasn't my, wasn't wasn't exactly my mode of operation, but he had sent me like a text a little bit later, but he, the text was ridiculous. It was, it was something completely ridiculous. Like what you got cooking, good looking or something like, I mean, I was just like, because I couldn't have a conversation with this person. I really couldn't. I, I, we were not on the same wavelength. That became like really apparent. Because I believe in, 
I can and I believe in possibility and I believe in in magic. Even then, I believed in magic and it's like I did not appreciate somebody telling me what I that I wouldn't be able to do something at the outset. And so so basically that was a long version of like and he was the only guy that I would consider a relationship in like a very years years there was nobody else that I was in a relationship for years and and so I spent a whole lot of time like just healing and working on myself I mean what had happened was my niece had passed away she passed away in 2016 and I completely changed my life. No, she didn't pass away in 2016. She passed away in 2012, I'm sorry. And I completely changed my life. And what had happened was she had met this guy and their relationship was very inspiring to me and I decided that I would never settle for anything less. I would never settle for anything less than what they had. And so I did everything differently. I changed everything about my life. And and, and also just the way that I dated. I'm like, I'm not... I'm not going to ever settle for anything less than that. They were really, really, really sweet. They, um, they would talk to each other. They were really into numbers, kind of like me. I didn't know my niece was into numbers, but I had learned she was. And she, they knew exactly how many texts they had sent to each other. (laughs) I thought that was really cute. But they had, um, she had these, these, had gotten him these throat lozenges that were in his backpack. They had his backpack. Um, And they, um, my niece's my niece had this car and he had written a note in the condensation for her to see when she got in um they just left each other love notes all the time they just they were just a really cute couple i didn't spend a lot i had only met him once and i didn't spend a lot of time with with them together and they passed away in a motorcycle accident together um that I don't want to emulate (laughs) I don't want (laughs) to I certainly don't want (laughs) a relationship with some tragic end you know young it's like well that's not gonna happen I suppose but um Anyway, so I guess I guess that I had thought that I had had I had found that in this person. And so when it fell apart, it was the death of a dream. I mean, it really was. And I And then at some point, I just decided because of the way that he was. He made it very easy for me to never go back. And never look back. I mean, he really did in every way. He did everything in the right way to have me not go back, which was a huge sign of of that that he really didn't love me. He didn't. But I didn't necessarily take that that personally, because I I was at a point in my life where I 
I really had learned to love myself. And so, and so it didn't matter whether he loved me or he didn't love me. I loved me. And, you know, and then looking back on the relationship, I realized that it was, and I've talked about this over and over again, but it's true. It's the first time I had ever realized this, that the real joy is in loving. I mean, it's very, very nice to be loved back. Don't get me wrong. It is. But the real joy is in the act of loving. So it was in loving him that I found, like, I just, just the act of loving. The act of the things that I did because I loved him. And, and, and so, and then I just took all of that. I took myself and my love that he didn't appear to really appreciate. Um, and I just took it with me. And so I have it and I express it and I, and if, and if there is, there, there is this part of me that misses that, misses not him, but the things that I liked I like to love. I like to do things with someone and for someone. To to take care of someone, to hold someone in high regard, to have conversations and and hike and dance and <clears throat> And so and so what I do now is <laughs> I have, I hold this person in my mind that goes with me everywhere. You know, like last night I went out on the, on the town. I went to a Christmas party at a distillery and I had a couple of drinks. I met up with some people that I knew from somewhere else and we were all dancing. And, um, and then I was too drunk to drive <laughs> And um, and it wasn't that far, so I just walked over to some other places in town to see what bands were playing, and I was running into people everywhere I was going, and but everywhere I was going, I was dancing with him in my mind. Sometimes it's it, my imagination is better than others. Sometimes I, I. You know, like a couple mornings ago, I just woke up and I just, I felt alone. There are times where I really do feel alone, but most of the time, I mean, he's just sort of with me. He's just there, he's just with me everywhere I go. And and I imagine that, and I am aware that there's a possibility that this person will never be in my life. But I just remain. I just, I just, um, I don't know. I, I, another thing that my, that my son had said in his class that he had learned is that the people who actually make it in marriage are, are with their best friend that it was actually friendship that that was the the bigger um push and and i got i got this sense not that long ago of this person being my best friend it did it was like the weirdest thing like i it was even in in the distance, like this person is my best friend. Like 
I don't know how to describe it exactly. It's like, but I feel like this exchange of ideas. And I just, this person is already my best friend. <laughs> and so, I don't know. Did I even talk about marriage? <laughs> I guess it was just, I mean, I, I, I have this attitude about it, you know, that in so many ways it is in the heart. The marriage is in the heart. And so for me, it's like, do I want to marry this person? And like, I don't know if I, I would even want to date or like really have extended periods of time with somebody that I wouldn't marry whether I marry them or not, legally. Like somebody that I would want to continue to be around. You know, it's like, but I can tell you the ramifications from, from the unmarrying can be devastating. I mean, the financial situations that, I mean, I had to start over in the, even in this latest one. Because when we split up, I didn't even have a job. I did not even have a job. I had to, I had to, I had to figure it out. And I was having to figure out a whole lot of stuff. And, and, but it was, it was just the, and then and then having having this financial institution you know asking me about this i just it can it can haunt you for years this partnership that you thought you got into and i and i did in so many ways like lightly and heavily like I I just jumped off a freaking cliff with this guy I did I I and I not even really caring about the ramifications or considering it not working and I mean and and in all actuality really none of it matters <laughs> like, none of it matters. None of it. Nothing actually really matters, does it? Nothing really matters. I mean, it, it like it really doesn't. So here I've gone on a, for 53 minutes about nothing. <laughs> No matter, right? <laughs> anyway, I will be back, my friends, with other ideas. And that's a wrap.